and then we will clap sync in three, two, one. And as the OST begins, us heroes are on our journey mm. to record this podcast that we have delayed for many weeks. <laughs> I know, exactly. Exactly. Man. And by many weeks, I mean just one. Just one. But whatever. One. Yeah, we just well, play, we play hooky for a week. But I guess like, you know, in a way, like we were thinking about doing this in one episode originally. So like in some That's way, true. we sort of delayed that finish of true. the first episode true. by many weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. We're just it? edging. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Delaying the finish. Yeah, because the finish is going to be... It gets better. No, I was going to say, gonna say it's going to be dark. Wait, right? Yeah. 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 Um, maybe. <laughs> listen, consult your doctor before trying anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it probably is fine, but listen. Don't come back to us. Be like, yo, I blame this video game podcast. Listen, listen, let me be real with you. One lawsuit puts us out of business for good. So if that's your goal, if you hate me... Listen. But also, <laughs> one lawsuit puts us on the map. We make no money from this, so you're getting nothing. You know. I mean, look. I like this perspective shift, James. Yeah, James is not wrong. <laughs> Yo. And so, okay, so you better be. Listen, if you All come right. at this podcast, you best not miss. You That's best be ready to not make any money. <laughs> All right, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We just, we just give this game a little more space. Like mm-hmm. people were playing it. It was fun. Like, you know, no need to be rushed if we're not rushed. And it also gave some space for other stuff in life. And that was great. So mm-hmm. we're sort of back here to kind of give the the last final thoughts, at least for the minute. Um, but I would just say I, I played a lot of this game. You know, mm-hmm. it was, it's mm-hmm. a, I would go as far as to say it's a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Peek behind so, a curtain for the rating at the end. Yeah, exactly. spoilers, <laughs> you know. This is a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I was talking in the voice like this, I was lying. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. No, I just, I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, and I definitely will come back later. I spent these past bits of time, like, playing more variety of characters. I was going wide instead of deep. So I think mm-hmm. I didn't get nearly as far as other people. But I definitely got to, like, see sort of the structures and, like, comps and stuff that people could do. But I know a lot of, bunch of people got really far, too. So that's pretty cool. So I think we'll just talk about whatever the fuck we feel like. But Sounds good. Yeah. I would just say initially, again, the fact that it is that we gave it this much time, I think, is already a testament to it. Um, and it's it was really cool to be playing this game with the the knowledge. Also, we're listening to the soundtrack in the background, just FYI. Um, but um, <laughs> but with the knowledge of just like how it had, had such a rocky like launch in terms of its uh, early access, because then you play the game and you're like, damn, it's fucking. I mean, they people had some good feedback, I guess, is what I like to say. Mm-hmm. So, where do we start, guys? So, I don't know. Like, I guess we, we've we kind of touched a little bit on maybe some changes from Darkest Dungeon 1. And now that I think that we've all played a little bit more, I was just curious if there's, like, any asp- like newer aspects to this game that you like more than maybe the first game versus this game. You know, now that you've got to kind of play around a little bit with like different um, different obstructions on your paths, you know, the mm-hmm. lantern system, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's a lot that's different to this. And we did touch on it a little bit last episode. Um, but I'm also just curious if there's anything more that people, I don't know, like, I, I guess I'll start just because I... I found it very interesting how kind of slay the spire-esque 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, for one thing, like the paths you take are like map, literally yeah. like a map of Slay the Spire. Yeah, yeah. it's the yeah. most Slay the Spire map <laughs> they could have done. Um, but also, like, what did we all like? I, I I personally like this whole thing of like encountering a boss layer and then within a layer having kind of like a tiered combat system to try to make it to a final boss. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, some of these elite bosses that you fight yeah. in the middle of these regions, some of them are devastating. Mm-hmm. I have lost yeah. many a run on them. Or for, like um, survive with one motherfucker is carrying all the trinkets and shit you got and you're just like, get to the end and he just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. And what do we think about... I, I'm curious what people thought about like the elite boss fairness. Um... Because some of some of these are absolutely devastating if you let them, um, and some elite bosses I found easier than others. Hmm. Um, but like I, I found the 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 fire librarian guy. Hmm. He mm-hmm. was pretty simple for me to beat, maybe because my comp was so strongly powered for backline stuff, and Probably. he's only devastating once he gets to the front. Um, but then meanwhile, I found the one like vine guy. That mm-hmm. you do the general oh, man, with the vines. He fucked dude. my shit up mm-hmm. so many times. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I will say for the vine guy, for <clears throat> some fucking reason, I was trying leper in my comp, and he like soloed that guy. Everyone else died, and it was like Seriously? fifteen t- turns later, he beat the vine guy. I was like, Wild. what? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking nuts. His tagline How many is like self reliant. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I, I don't fuck it. It was crazy. It was honestly crazy. But yeah, I mean. The, I mean, I the know. Vine guy just doesn't do that much damage, right? So, and the the Leper has really high health. And heal. And heal, yeah. And, and defenses and whatever. But, like, I don't know. He did plenty of damage to the rest of my fucking crew. Well, I mean. yeah, but, I mean, I guess, I guess he does plenty of damage, but it's, like, not compared to the Leper's health pool, right? So, and it's, yeah. it's only once every few turns, which gives you enough time to like get your heel back off cooldown mm-hmm. yeah i mean sure it, it was it, you're probably right but it was just for me it was mostly like i had to pick my job off the floor because i was just like i guess i'll just keep clicking attack and missing half my shots <laughs> yeah right like seeing what's gonna <laughs> happen here um but yeah i don't know i i love i think it okay they are incredibly difficult especially like but i I like the insane rewards that they give you. Like, I like that there yeah. is, like, a real incentive to get past them because you don't have to go for them. So You do have to kill one, right, in your run to make it to the mountain? In the second chapter, yeah, you do. yes. You uh, have okay. to yeah. kill one. Although, and maybe I don't, I don't know if it's because I just got one earlier in the run, but I swear I did a couple chapter two runs that never required me to defeat a boss. And I don't know if that's because I have I did, like, maybe there's, like, a combat threshold you have to hit hmm. um, before getting to the end or something. Because I, I felt like I didn't have to do it every run. Hmm. It might just be the first time to get to the next chapter. If that's yeah, I'm not to totally sure what it is, or... but I think there is a requirement. At, like, some point, you do have to beat hmm. one in a run. Um... Are you sure? Like, in a run... I think that's I'm what it, I mean. Sure. That, it tells you it that. It says that. It could I be don't lying, know that I ever tested not I'm sure doing I didn't it. do that. Am I just like tripping? No, I mean, you might not be tripping. Maybe it like just doesn't check. I don't know. 
<laughs> That'd be interesting. I, don't if know, it I, tells don't, you, I, but I it definitely felt matter. like there were some some runs that asked me to do it, and other chapter two runs that did not. For mm-hmm. the for the one that I actually won for chapter two, I I did have to. It, it was required of me to do it. Mm. I remember that. Um, yeah, I feel like I always did it because I was like, look, if these guys can't beat a lair boss, we're not going to make it. Like, we're not going to be able to beat the end boss here. So let's just go for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I did the fish one a lot. I felt like I had mm-hmm. that fight pretty figured out. Mm-hmm. With um, like the hand that grabs you. Yeah, with the hand that grabs you. They're mm-hmm. like sea monster. Also, I like, thought that monster was hella cool. Mm-hmm. I, liked, just, I liked its vibe. You just put on like fucking like what i can't remember that guy's fucking name but the worm from fucking pyre sneep song you know oh, oh. sir um <laughs> sir gilmas yeah Gilmet? so the brave gilman gilmer the brave gilman 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 yes brave yeah yeah, yeah 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 i should have done that that's that would be amazing yeah <laughs> when i see the water that's all i can think of you it's like taking over my yeah. entire mind <laughs> um <laughs> Any pirate themed anything? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm literally of anything. The the fish people from um, uh, Cult of the Lamb. Hmm. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that had their like really silly speaking voice. <laughs> so many good video game fish people. Who knew? Mm-hmm. I know. We love the fish people, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I, I just ended up really just liking the flow of the game. And like, I liked the um, added map feature. Like, that was very different from Darkest Dungeon 1, from the original. Like, I mean, this has a full Slay the Spire choice-based map. And it's not as deep as Slay the Spire. Like, I didn't feel like it was as... I don't know if punishing is the right word. I didn't think about it as much as I did in Slay the Spire. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like in Slay the Spire, is like, a big thing of, like, which way are you going to go? Like, what do you need here? What are you going to get? And I feel like with this one, I didn't think about it quite as much. But I still I liked making all the choices and like deciding where I was gonna steer my little cart and mm-hmm. all of that. Are you guys remember like the really early internet where Google just had a button that says I'm feeling lucky? Like I feel like I needed that mm-hmm. in this game. Like yo, just send me down a path. I don't just give a let fuck. me go. <laughs> you know, just like... you could kind of just follow whatever your people, like whatever your crew. Yeah, wanted you kind of just could, right? Mm-hmm. Or or like the quests that you get at the end of like, mm-hmm. I mean, most of them are just like don't go to the like field hospital or something yeah you know, or something yeah. like that i th- mm-hmm. i will say like the the crew having an opinion is like a good mechanic to utilize it just was like really sad for my lore because i just be like you fucking idiots like you want to go there what there the were some times like, what is <laughs> Come wrong with on, you dude people? you yeah. all have like under half health and you're like no let's sense. go to the lair boss and i was like that's just a bad choice and now you're all going to be stressed out if i don't go there with you but like you will be very stressed if we go there yeah like people will just start losing it i'm like i'm making great decisions like y'all shut the fuck up like yeah. what are you talking about this is what we need right now i will turn this car around <laughs> it did it really did make yeah. me feel like they were children which no, I, I feel know. like is not the vibe the game wanted, but I was but like, like is. you guys, this is not a good not a good option for you. Well, like one of the guys is like the person who sits next to me has to earn it. It's like some kids fighting them for the back seat or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it's really it is like that. So I don't know. I wish well, I so could that that's Go ahead. I was gonna say that that leads to the an interesting part though. I think one of the biggest complaints I've seen about this game deals with that relationship system and how many yeah. factors affect both 
um, stress as well as just like relationship points. Now, I mean, mm-hmm. as we said last week, Elena had this down pat. I don't For know true. how it was, but like, I feel like every single time, like Elena was like, look at my guys, everyone loves each other. And then I would yeah. play it and everyone fucking hated each I, other. Yeah. I did have one yeah. run where they fucking hated each other and oh. there was nothing I can do. I can't tell you how drunk I got them on whiskey. Yeah, It did not matter. It just like, it was pure like yeah. RNG luck and they just hated each other I and mean, they died. I mean, and they couldn't handle it. Yeah, I, I, the, and the playing cards say like seventy-five percent like good relationship, twenty-five mm-hmm. percent bad relationship. I swear to God, it's like eighty percent bad relationship, twenty percent good. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's uh, no fucking chance that it's yeah. Some of these RNG chances yeah. seemed very heavily tilted in the minority. Although I, I did I finally realize the run that I had where they all hated each other. I was like, what? Like, are they? I mean, they fucking hate each other. I went through and was like, what is going on? And they, it turns out a bunch of them had quirks that mm-hmm. reduced their chance, they reduced their chance mm-hmm. of a positive relationship and increased their chance of a negative relationship. Mm-hmm. Like all of them had it. That's when you like, oh, just like hit the go it. next button. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I basically <laughs> just <laughs> let expedition. them die. I, I think they just died like, let's, let's take these candles and go home button. You yeah. Know? I kind of also forgot that there's there's inns that have more negative relationship chances. Mm. Um, if you like hover hmm. over the inns crest, I didn't know that. there there was an inn I was at that I, I only realized this when I was I like I I hmm. stored up like I had my little whiskey brewer on my cart, yeah. and I ha- I came into this inn with like ten things of whiskey, so I'm like everyone's gonna fucking love each other after this inn, and I'm feeding it and feeding it, and everyone's just hating each other and hating each other. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck what's is what's happening? happening? And I mouse over the crest and for the inn, and the inn is like, oh, by the way, this is fifty percent negative relationship chance at this oh. inn, like, and I was like, fuck, oh. <laughs> like. <laughs> So why like, did we get drunk I I, here? What the fuck? I was yeah, gonna dude. say like Everyone's I guess freaking out. it was unfortunately the end right before the mountain too. So I was just like, oh, well, that's so unfortunate. How is this? How is this fair? But like, wow. I guess there was just a lot more things affecting relationships than I initially thought. Like yeah. I just had no idea that different ends had different like yeah. chances for things to happen. I didn't know that until yeah, I didn't right know now. That either. I never noticed. I mean, I definitely knew that there's like a lot of different ways you could affect relationship because i think it is essentially the most important like subsystem mm-hmm. you know it what i mean like it like by like a large margin because the difference yeah. between like i'm using my favorite move and it's like healing my tank yeah versus i'm using my favorite move and the my person in the back is lighting someone stress. else on fire yeah. like it's just <laughs> right. like yeah. it's pretty different well and like the thing that i hated the most about the whole system is that it will switch your move set on you so like say you're yes. running a Vestal who's in the back line and so you have all of your like distance abilities on her like if she gets a negative relationship with someone like there's a pretty good chance that she's gonna be like yeah and now when I use this melee skill which I now have to have equipped ruining my entire like you know skill set then this guy will get stressed out and like you can't change it on your run you're just stuck with it and so like there was a run where I was going to the mountain and all of a sudden, like, they, you know, a couple people just said they had negative relationships and they completely changed their skills and I just died. Like, it just yeah. didn't work. Everything yeah. just fell apart. This definitely mm-hmm. happened to me sometimes because I was going for really, like, synergistic comps. Mm-hmm. And if you're going for really synergistic comps, if, like, even just one or two abilities get fucked up, even if one ability gets fucked up, it's really, like, and it's, like, sort of the similar if you were going for a very, like, 
uh, positional comp and then you get like scrambled at the beginning you're just yeah. kind of like oh <laughs> like everything is built for this so yeah mm-hmm. I, yeah I, I definitely think the relationship system is like the most suspect of it's the, the systems. most yeah you think suspect like it's the least fun oh really i i think so i don't know i kind of went i don't completely hate it i don't think it's completely awful but I, i'm not sure that i love it either because it does feel like there's some, I mean, there's some randomness in there. So, like, you can't sure. totally control it. And then I think that, like, it changing any skills on you is kind of bullshit. Because if you just mm-hmm. roll poorly and you're, like, right before you go do something big, you, you can just get fucked. Yeah. I didn't I, love that part of it. I don't mind. I mean, I didn't mind the system. I liked that I had to think, like, get them all drunk and, like, get them some cards. Like, that was all okay with me. But, yeah. I, I think don't know. I, it, I got really frustrated with the locking of abilities part mm-hmm. of it. I think that I think that everything else about it is like it's okay. I don't know. I, I the the randomness of like generating ability points is kind of frustrating um sometimes if it just like if you just like roll all negative and you're like, "Well, cool. I just spent some money to fuck my run over. That's awesome. I love that." Um <laughs> mm-hmm. but I really like the idea of the relationships between characters affecting the run. Um, it just felt like I didn't have enough like like choices there. Um, it felt like you can choose to do random things or you can't affect it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. To me, I mean, maybe there's yeah. things like later in the game that so I the whiskey even card seen. is a huge boon to this for sure yeah right no for sure and like that that does give you the the, like pure positive um yeah that's a good point um i don't know i feel like i didn't ever see enough of them Mm -hmm. to like really get it going um yeah i i feel like thematically this fits Mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be like everyone's favorite system or whatever I, i like it but yeah it's it's i feel like this entire game is about like teetering on the edge of just an endless downward spiral yeah i mean totally and, and that's the most out of a ba- bad situation it's, yeah. it's yeah. literally the yeah. the text at the very beginning of the game i wanted yeah. it to be more affected by like the actions that i do in battle which it certainly is um but i wanted that to be like the crux of of what causes relationships and not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not like just affecting it a little bit on the margins that's mm-hmm. how I'd, I love the like little sub the little text that would pop up when people have relationships mm-hmm. and they would do stuff in battle, like when two of your people were were in love and they amorous. would yeah when they were amorous and like someone would like pull a move, so like I don't know you're with your someone would like heal someone and then the person they were in love with would be like ooh like show me that in bed later and I was like what? oh yeah loving that <laughs> or um. It's that a sorting one. hat. I liked it so much. Oh. Yeah, there. I like, and even some like, I mean, the Amoris ones are hilarious. I think. Yeah, they're really. I think funny. also just like some of them are really cool, like just typical battle lines where, like, I don't know. I always felt like my grave robber and highwayman would always like have a good relationship with one another, and one of them would like, if one of them got attacked, the other one would like repost back to the mm-hmm. enemy and be like, "I have to admit, I'd miss you," and I'm like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is beautiful. I also was really fond of because I had my front two were always the highwayman and the um heretic. The heretic. Yeah. Hellion. Hellion. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you. Sorry, okay. I don't know what's happening. Um, 
And those two would do a lot of switching back and forth. And it, dude, if they yeah. got into a negative relationship, oh. they would be so pissed at each other the whole time. <laughs> and every time they would shit. switch, they would get like a net point of negative. They'd be like, you have not earned the right. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, this is hilarious. Because yeah. yeah. it would just be constant. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you have to do it. This is how it works. Like, you're going to have to get over this. But it was that one I... I I was okay with because it was that definition of like if they start off having a bad relationship, it's gonna get worse because yeah. they keep doing it and every time they do it, they hate each other more. So that that was fun. Yeah, I feel like the <laughs> like we're we're past this portion, but like the the start of a game like this is just spiraling out of control in a direction yeah. and trying to understand like why. Like, oh, I didn't realize I needed to buff my lantern at all. Like, or how to do that. Mm-hmm. I thought I probably did, but I didn't know how. And so then like I feel like then once you're there, it's entirely like preventative and like as best you possibly can like how do i get ahead of this like how do mm-hmm. i make sure this problem doesn't happen again and i don't know yeah i, I mean i enjoy it but i also feel mm-hmm. like there's there's this thing i think so i referenced this earlier this is just my opinion man and i don't know anything about stats or anything but just <laughs> i feel like there are just there there's like decisions at some point where the game is like you are going to be lucky now for like a long time mm-hmm. or like you are going to be not lucky this now is a good run for yeah. a long time and i just like you can feel these like forces on you i swear mm. and so i don't know maybe i'm crazy but like there have been some runs where i was just like this is the best run but i do think yeah. that's the game system snowballing like i think that this game maybe and i think i actually felt it less in this one than i did in darkest dungeon one like the first one i mean they both are but the first one for sure was like yo you gotta be ahead of this curve because the second you start to fall behind like things are gonna go down mm-hmm. and maybe i just didn't fall behind as much in this one but i, just I didn't don't... feel it quite as much yeah it doesn't feel nearly as punishing in a lot of ways that the first one does mm-hmm. and i think part of that is because like the dungeon delving of the first one as opposed to like the run of this game mm-hmm. um feels like like a very different thing where like Mm -hmm. you're planning out like all of the stuff you're bringing into the dungeon yeah um and like each fight feels more like a war of attrition where you're like can i even afford to like take this next fight yeah and then can like like keep going which, like, there is some of here, but I, I don't know. It doesn't feel quite like it's wearing down your resources beyond health to me um, in a lot of ways. Do you, know what I, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I also just thought it was easier to avoid in this one. Like, maybe because yeah. of the Slay Aspire map, but there were times where I, like, I would take, say, like, a lair boss super early and be like, all right, guys, it's the third fucking, like, point on this map. We're going to fight this lair boss. We're going to go all the way. If you die, you die. But... If we live, then you would just, like, limp forward. But you could really, because you could see the map, like, you could avoid all the combat and just be like, we're just going to kind of coast home now. Whereas I, I guess I don't remember that being a possibility in the first one. I don't one. think it was, yeah. I feel like you would just walk into things and be like, oh, fuck, okay, we're fighting here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the heels in the cart really help, too. So like yeah, as you go, you, heal. yeah, yep. you travel heal. Whereas I think in the first one, I don't remember travel healing. Like oh, I remember having used not. items to heal yeah. and then sometimes sleeping. But then sleeping was dangerous because you would get attacked in the night. Yeah. Yep. yep. So yeah, I do. I felt like there were parts of the first one that were more punishing than this. 
Not to mention that status effects would persist after battle wow, in right. Darkest Dungeon wow. 1. Like, so if you were blighted in a battle, you would, as you would go forward, your guy would still be suffering from blight. That's right. Um, yeah, you'd have to, like, heal them or they would just, like, die in the hallway. Because mm-hmm. right. in, in this game, you're, like, literally sitting there with, like, four bleeds on everyone and you're like, well... Last hit the last yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Walk out of there. Yeah, and they all heal a little bit. They're not blooded anymore. I was Let's gonna say go. if they're on death's door, they heal a little bit, like just to yeah. like, you get a free heal at the end yeah. if you're they're like much like on a on a lower uh, health threshold. So it's like I, I feel like it was forgiving in some aspects that the first game didn't have you do. For sure. Mm. Yeah. Makes want to play also, the first game again just to compare. To be honest. Yeah, I also feel I did like, actually. Um, oh really? I played the first. I like the oh, yeah. second better. Yeah, I'm interesting. Good admit, so I think yeah. the first yeah. was hardcore as fuck. Like honestly, in like right. a way that was like kind of like sadistic. I love the first one, but I also really like the second one. I just re-listened to the first podcast because mm. I was like, I want to do that. And, oh, oh, which reminds me, I listened mm. to the first podcast and I was like, whoa, there's a part of this that I didn't remember. And I would mm. like to now tell you what it was. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't realize when I was listening back to the first podcast that, James, this was your pick. It was. You brought Darkest Dungeon, the first one. And then do, anyone, do you guys know what we played immediately after this? Slay the Spire? Yeah, we played wow. Slay the yes. Spire. Wow. Which, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I've said this That's before, maybe at a game combo. of the year, but, like, James, this was, like, a big moment for me in gaming was Darkest yeah. Dungeon into Slay the Spire. Like, Damn. this is when I, like, became a full-blown, like, I'm on the podcast sometimes now and yeah. started hanging out and started playing more. Like, I played both these games, and I really liked both of them, and I did and it not was, remember. It was, I think it was this one that you were like, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, I like this game. Yeah, I yeah, feel like I was homesick or something. I don't no, know no. what happened, but I was like, I was not going to play this. And then I think I got it on my laptop and I was like, oh, fuck, bad game. Yeah, and, you, and I remember watching you and I was like, wow, like this just sort of like speaks to like some of your management like yeah. sort of skill set because you were like instantly better than me at the game and i was like circle <laughs> steady all right go record a podcast where you're gonna sound like an yeah expert. like you talked about it on the podcast owned. a little bit you're like yes well lana's like really good at this game and it's fine <laughs> no but <laughs> I mean, that's fucking awesome, dude. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. I, what a But what no, a I want to shout out James because, like, what a fucking back-to-back mm. pick and set. And do you remember there. what was before it? I think it was uh, FTL, which yeah. we, which mm. didn't hit quite so hard, you know? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I do like FTL, though. <laughs> yeah, I feel like FTL is a classic. FTL? It's a classic. Like, I think yeah, we had all yeah. played before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The, th- the thing is, dude, okay, about Darkest Dungeon 2, though, um, is, like, I feel like they set out to modernize it yeah and like i can see why people might feel good or bad about that Mm -hmm. depending on how much they loved like the very unique and i would say like potentially evil and jank like version of the first but i think they really succeeded Mm -hmm. like where they were like okay because you get to pick the characters you want to play every single time you Mm -hmm. get to like level them up further if you want to you get to like have the compositions you want you get to have the ability compositions you want and allows them to go like deep on the characters and it allows them allows you to like also lose a run and feel like you didn't just lose your most valuable shit like there's just a lot of stuff here that like swells this momentum forward that i just feel like is very modern but i mean i imagine if going back to playing it like feels but like i I don't know i appreciate a lot of that stuff here i feel like it kept me Mm -hmm feeling like there was like value for like okay this run's going bad the relationship system's gone crazy i did my best i lost some roles it's getting bad let's see if i can get some candles out of it Mm -hmm. or let's see if i can level up a character's story a little bit so there was a lot of like stuff i actually wonder 
if there's kind of an end game to this where all of a sudden you're dodging characters shrine because you don't fucking need them you don't anymore. need them anymore yeah yeah but at least for me right now i would just hit them all the time to just try yeah. to keep like you know, i would done. prioritize like, that for sure really that's so <laughs> interesting because i think you guys i mean james it was really interesting i li- i don't think i was actively watching you i think i heard you playing with mccoy basically mm. like i think yeah. i was in the room while mccoy was playing mm. with you but it seems like both you and mccoy go like super wide and like try all these different characters and like try out different builds and are like doing the shrines and i'm just like fuck that shit here are my four people. They are mm-hmm. fully leveled. We haven't been to a shrine in like mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. And we're just going with mm-hmm. the skills that we have. And we're just going. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, a, it's a completely different game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, um, I mean, I think we kind of would both eventually like land on mm-hmm. that. Where it's like, eh, these are the characters that I like, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um and like maybe have some a couple of change ups. That's where I would land probably, eventually. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I think exploring what the different characters offer is really interesting. And um, like, there's some characters that I'm just like not that interested in what they have right now. Hmm. But who? who? The grave robber is just. Okay. I don't know. She's fine she gets sick and but like right i mean there's that it's like i want to know what she gets later because like maybe that shit's awesome but then i'd have to play with her now and i don't yeah and like or, she's or good but it, wiki, it's not but yeah. that exciting to me <laughs> i was gonna say like um, otherwise like sometimes i wouldn't play a character but i would at least invest candles into their like level up path mm. to like or to like unlock additional paths because like the the grave robber i started with her a lot and then i stopped playing her for a while there but this time around i've unlocked a path where she deals like she has a 70 70 chance to crit when she is uh enveloped in shadows mm. And at the same time, I unlocked these trinkets that gave like a 60% chance to start the round in a shadow. Ooh. And she was devastating. Yeah, devastating. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. Like, and she and, can and stealth so it's herself nice too. that you like, yeah, and like she has a bunch of moves that also stealth. So basically, I could stack like three rounds worth of stealth on her. So even when she does attack, she remains in stealth mm-hmm. as, oppo- as opposed yeah. to p- pops out of it. Yeah. And. Like I've been doing that for my chapter three runs and she is, yeah, she deals, she dealt 70 damage at one point. I was like, God. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like death story. Like death door. Come on. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I I would just say like this game more than maybe any game I've played in recent memory. It is, even if you don't know their value, it is worthwhile to go down any character's tree that I've Mm. played so far. Because you'll find something cool. Agree to disagree. Well, you wouldn't know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, but I'd like to disagree anyways. <laughs> I'll let the audience figure that one out. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, like, so, dude, yeah, like, like, and she also has, like, off-tanking capabilities and, mm-hmm. like, grave. She's also has a really good removing. healer. Cor- the, the corpse. Oh, no, sorry. The, the, um, grave robber? No, no, nope. help. 
Are you thinking of the, the lady with the mask? The lady with the mask. Oh, the plague no, no, doctor. No, no. Oh, 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 the plague, plague doctor. doctor. Yes. Oh, yeah, the plague doctor is. We're not. No, we were not talking about the plague doctor. Wait, that's fine. No, Zoe was talking about the plague doctor. She was not. No, I was talking about the grave robber. Oh. Oh, okay, me, I'm, nope. I'm back in. Let me pull up a picture. But yeah, don't worry. Um, <laughs> don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Plague Doctor, uh, awesome. Love her. She's the yeah, best. Yeah, agree. She's agree. awesome. No, okay. no disagree yeah. with All right. that. I, I still haven't unlocked the Plague Doctor's potential, and maybe that's because every run I've done with the Plague Doctor, she always ends up resentful to everyone. So I feel <laughs> she like she's a bit spiteful. I think that she's, I really, I really do think that she's somehow predisposed to just have the worst she's always the one in my runs who hates everybody and everybody hates her there's something wrong i with don't her. care that that gets me going yeah it's that and the poison i think the poison yeah. stacking yeah. damage just ooh yeah well yeah, and she has super good heals which is why i'm always confused why she hates everybody because she's the healer mm-hmm she I don't know, does, bro. Yeah. But she'll hate people, and then she'll take psychological damage for it because she's so mad that she has yeah. to heal them. <laughs> yeah. She hurts herself in confusion. I'm yeah, basically. And real. I love it. I love like just like stacking stress on people just to see what happens. Just to see um, if they if they resist or not. James, James, yeah. When we were playing fucking um, oh god, Elden Ring. Anytime uh-huh. I would hear, and you heard this a little bit when you were playing with us, but anytime we'd hear a mimic or like a creature die, it makes the death noise, which mm-hmm. is the same that your teammates do, and all of our resolve would get tested. Like, yeah. like we literally sit there, and it'd be like you just hear someone in the background, just like with that scream, like. Well, you sit there, and you're like, like oh god, is it scream. Gabe? If it's Gabe, we're all dead. Like yeah. Gabe can't die. <laughs> like, so I was literally going through this like many times. I, I ended up being on like mimic watch duty, so every time we heard the little like death yeah. sound, and everyone's panicking, I'd be like, it's a mimic, it's a mimic. Yeah, hold steady. Dude, <laughs> hold there, steady. there was one time I remember is like someone like something died. I think it's like I think it was one of us that actually died. And I was just like waiting to hear the confirmation it was a mimic. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh no. It was probably oh you. no. Yeah, probably me. And then I swear I lost double mental. Like just like, because yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for something that, that just wasn't there. Oh, because it couldn't be there. But yeah, so. So that's why the meltdown mechanic is just super good in this game. Because it's mm. what people do in real life. So exactly. <laughs> oh, dude. And it's just me just being like, I don't think we can beat this boss. And then we just beat the boss. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think I should speak anymore. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah i i will just say like so many of the characters feel i would say all of the characters that i've played feel like they have strengths yeah and like mm-hmm. cool like and so i don't know how that all balances out but i felt strong with all of them when i was using them the right way like for example one person i was really enjoying was um just the simplicity of the jester you know mm-hmm. um i don't know if they have like a better name for that did you use the soloist path or the uh the more group oriented joker definitely the more group oriented not the one with like bleed and stuff i mean although mm-hmm. i'm sure you could use it but the thing is okay basically they have this ability where they can like step forward and then mark something and hit it so you mm-hmm. hit it with like a medium i wouldn't say it's a weak attack like it's not like a one to two but it's like a four to seven so it's not like amazing but it's a hit you step forward and you mark and then you get this move where you can hit same four to seven step back and blind but then if you upgrade it it's also a mark so it turns out they can Ooh. just do this dance back forth back forth mm-hmm. back forth back forth and mm-hmm. mark every single time they do that for combo 
Mm-hmm. And so if you do that with just those two abilities, they're just dancing back and forth. And so then your comp has to, you have to place them in such a way that someone else can tolerate being thrown back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And if you get someone that has, say, the right range, so, you could, you know, you could say they go from fourth to third, from fourth to third, you know, third, fourth, fourth, third, fourth, you know, essentially back and forth. Or you could say, you know, three, two, or even you could say one, two. So you just, it depends on your comp, like who can handle that? who can do cool things when they're in the off moment. And as long as you can weather that storm of all the dancing that the Jester does, you just get permanent um, like combo on like anything you want. And the range of the attack is really, really good. So it's like you can pretty much mark the, the first three with combo at any time. And so then imagine like anybody else can get activated. So like the Blight person can like almost guarantee a Blight on someone or like you can guarantee like fire spreading everywhere or you can guarantee like the hellion hits really hard Mm -hmm. or you can guarantee a stun from the highwayman so it's just it's such an activator the jester Mm -hmm. so i was like really just enjoying the way that like that could like really unlock comps to do whatever the fuck whatever like cool thing someone could be doing you can like unlock them to do that um that sounds awesome with the with the yeah the fire starter kid yeah Mm -hmm. just like really fantastic it was the because, runaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. That character is really cool where like they have the backline ability that with us that can like spread fire to nearby enemies. Yes. Like that's sick. Yeah, and so you could be doing that. And then as long yeah. as they could either stay in the backline or accept using their melee one that just does extra burn on one. Yeah, which is also really strong. So if you're like putting them in the second or the third, like that sounds sick. So it's like it's yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like and so like yeah. imagine the the grave robber gets like huge crit chance added. It's like fifty percent crit chance or something onto their attacks, and they start with like fifteen percent. So yeah, um, it's just like it, it's just it's just whoever else you want to be activated, and it's really cool because you can sort of like have a comp that has. I had a lot of success with two people that can mark stuff and two people that can utilize marks basically. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, Makes sense. then it's like, you can sit there and go, okay, well I want to just like smash this person for huge damage or, Oh, I want to stun them or, Oh, I want to make sure this person has blight or, Oh, I want to whatever. And so it's kind of like you're utilizing that stuff and you can choose on the fly. So the jester's just sitting there and he'll just like sickle someone and like step back. Well, I'm pretty sure they use, you know that jester has like two weapons i'm pretty sure they use like one for the forward and one for the back and that's like really cool so they're just like doing this like dance the whole time and you're just kind of like hey this person needs to die and then you're like okay that person is gonna die and so i had a lot of success with that plus the occultist who could like pull the back line and so then you'd like pull the back line and then you'd like which also marks them. And then you like blow them up for damage or something or stun them. And then you'd like hit them again for another. And then you just finish them. And whatever they're like, like nonsense that they're up to, like when you like hover over them and it's like, they have a super powerful attack coming. You're like, no, they don't grab, like stun, (laughs) kill. So it's, it's honestly, once I got sort of something like that going and I I felt this with a bunch of comps, it's just, it's just awesome to watch like the teamwork and like the the sort of tools you have to like get shit done if you build a good comp you can be killing backline people you can be killing basically anyone and so i feel like that to me was like a really cool like unlocking point where i sort of realized like how to have the whole four play together but yeah i don't know where where Mm -hmm. does it go who can know but just (laughs) i just enjoyed that a lot so 
and that's all you need like it's one one uh mastery point investment into the jester and they're fully online so pretty sick support yeah yeah all right um i feel like i had so so my my chapter two winning comp um utilized vestal Mm -hmm. occultist Mm -hmm. highwayman and hellion nice um and what i ended up what i ended up finding out was that um what i always like to do with the highwayman or dismiss is like i always like to keep that ability that hasn't parry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um However, what I ended up finding out was like him swapping places with the Hellion would just screw up my build so much. Mm. Um, and so I ended up like putting him on like just the ranged abilities only path. So basically mm-hmm. like it really lowers your melee skill damage done, but your range skills are really good. Mm. And I kept him in that second position. And it's kind of what you were saying, McCoy, like, so the occultist job, um, besides his pull ability, he also has this like one curse ability that just mm-hmm. marks targets. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like that was literally his only job was just to mark things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the Hellion and the Highwayman would just like obliterate them. Love, love that. <laughs> and then my Vestal, like she was mainly there for like debuffing. So I like would only level up her ability that like removes positive tokens from enemies. Mm. Um, so her job was either healing the entire party or it was like if some enemy had like a god awful like double shield and like you know crit or something mm-hmm. crit i would make sure to remove that that's and that ended up being super helpful yeah okay tell me this is a sort of a maybe a general question for you but it's on these lines it's like maybe this is just where i am as a gamer now but like I feel like I would have not wanted to interact with like all of these systems. There's so many different things going on. Like people have crit and dodge and fucking shield and they're protecting each other and there's burn and there's blade and there's invisibility. But I feel like actually in this game, they made such a, they did such a good job balancing support characters that don't just heal to be able Mm -hmm. to deal with all of this craziness. I really Mm -hmm. actually enjoyed like, like dealing with it essentially like having a comp that could do that stuff like you're talking about removing positive stuff from the enemy is fucking sick and i don't think i would normally do that in my gameplay like i just i don't think mm-hmm. i would do yeah. that you know what yeah. i mean i think i think part of that is that um as long as your characters didn't die like being like being able to heal up on the right um like in outside of battle meant that like you could utilize those things without feeling like you were losing um losing out um but yeah no i think that they did a really good job with the with the battle like it feels really good yeah mm-hmm. well yeah. i feel like i'm definitely out of the four of us like the person who wouldn't interact with those systems basically like for the first bunch of time i play this game i just like brute forced my way through it i was like fuck you i am not dealing with whatever that positive buff is i'm not dealing with like most i just kind of was like i am just gonna use this one comp and i'm just gonna hit you and i'm that's kind of it Mm -hmm. like i it took me until 
I think McCoy actually you showed me, but after I beat the first boss, like a ways into the game, you were like, yo, did you know that the highwayman can like move forward and like does this thing and then like that you can do that switching thing with the Hellion? And I was like, I had never considered using that ability. I was just like, I'm gonna shoot people in the face. That's it. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I that's how I approached this game from the beginning. And even like, I mean, then I figured out how to do that switching little dance between my highwayman and my hellion. And that was like my most advanced tactic was like, sometimes I would do that. But even then, like, it was pretty much just like, either hit something or heal, hit something, heal. Like, that was all I did until I think after I beat the second boss, then I figured out that you can turn the Vestal into like a weird off tank. Yeah. With one of her builds, you put her in the back line and she can get a path where she gains her, I think it's called confession, her like extra buff conviction. conviction. You can gain that when she gets hit and then she has an ability that she can put on someone thing, someone else where she protects them. And so mm. she gets hit instead of them. Mm. And so she can soak up all this damage from the back line and just but also gain a bunch of conviction points and then just like rock somebody with her judgment move. And so that's what I was doing with her. And so like, and then all of a sudden I had this like, you know, not super complicated, but like, you know, vaguely complex team that then went and beat the third boss. But I felt like I was able to do it really gradually hmm. and like get there very slowly to a, and I, it was partially because I used the same characters for the whole time. Like I literally yeah. switched out one guy, but I, I beat, Every boss that I beat, I beat with Vestal, Plague Doctor, Highwayman, Hellion. Mm. Like, that's just how I rolled. Um, but I was surprised that, like, because you first start the game, you're like, oh, my, and you open up that menu with every, like, debuff slash buff. <laughs> to- you know what I mean? Like that. Which is not even all of them. Yeah, I think you press or alt something. or something, and it's, like, this yeah, insane control. menu, and I was like, oh, this is not going to be a good game for me. But the longer I played it, the more I was like, no, okay, I understand what's happening here. And I was... Yeah, I was able to, like, take my time and then figure out, like, very late how to use some of the comp stuff that's in there. Yeah. No, dude, honestly, then that's great. Like, I feel like that's such a testament to this game, for real. Like, because I think that happened to probably all of us in our... It found us where we are in our complexity, our desires of complexity in video game systems, and then kind of took us to the next level. And I was thinking about this because I was fucking hearing, talking to Gabe about fucking Pokemon. Uh-huh. And I just remember my gameplay in Pokemon as a kid, of course, with my my least sophisticated. But it was like hit with the big move and then run out of abilities to use it because you can mm-hmm. only use it like five times or ten times or something. And then it's like hit them with your secondary move that you yeah. have like 30 uses of. And then there'd be these uses like, oh, do you want to like, you know put sand in their eyes so that they miss and i'm like no that doesn't do damage <laughs> like yeah i want everything to fall over <laughs> yeah. and die like i mean the best like you've watched me play and like yeah. they make decisions be like oh, i could do this i could do this I could do this no, i'm just gonna hit him in the face like that's just i yeah. this brute force is my is my way but like the complexity in this game is actually really awesome and the it's, combos yeah, and stuff and, like the ways characters work together and yeah like 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 james you're saying like the healing outside of battle so that the heal is not the only thing a support can do of value like the occultist heal basically kills your character <laughs> like until yeah i watched you play around with the occultist and i was like mccoy i think that guy's bad like that's yeah. just bad He's everybody so good, is dead but that corpse move is like oh my god that just reminds me one of the elite bosses that i fought i forget which one it was um but you got this um you know the the boss trophy at the end was essentially like every time you inflict bleed it deals 200 percent bleed damage however 
you you in turn get a hundred percent bleed and my occultist was my only healer and he would just oh, bleed God. my people to death he'd like heal yeah. and it would kill yeah. them in the throat yeah. the bleed it was so You'd like crit heal for one, and then they'd get like a gajillion bleed on that. That's kind of like way to aspire level knowledge. Where like someday, right, you're gonna be doing a run and be like, okay, so we're not gonna fight that lair boss today because I have the occultist. Like that's the level. Or you just, or you just like stock up on like healing items, bandages, yeah, yeah. bandages, and just like never, and just never, you just don't worry about it and be like, all right, I mean. Yeah, they're gonna get fucked up, but it's, it was just it's hilarious. Fun. Like they'd be full health and they'd start bleeding. I'd be like, "They're okay, right?" And they'd be like, "Death store." And I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah, for yeah. Real. and bleed okay. on death store is just so heartbreaking <laughs> yeah. too because you're like, "Oh boy." Every, you just roll them the dice. The thing is, okay, yeah. there is a synergy there that like I never really got to fully realize, and I I kind of did, and it seemed kind of bad, but it's like. Okay, the Hellion has this move called Bloodlust. If she's bleeding, get twenty mm-hmm. percent extra damage for the next five turns. Right. And so I'm like, okay, so he's healing her and bleeding her, and then she's re- like using that for extra damage. But I think you need to like also be doing his stuff so he can have like, you know, his um like fist or hand whatever tokens. Like I think you need to like be doing that so he can like do more heal. Because the upfront heal is like, Garbage. it's the limp wristed yeah, like heal. Like I've never seen heel. anything like this before, and it's like to to balance that with and it kills your person in the next two turns is like. Yeah, I watched you do it. I was like, nah, I don't think this is doing what you want it to. Oh my god! So yeah, fair. But but that being said, the occultist is so awesome. I I love him for his utility because like he's if you want an example of a support that can do like everything but healing as we just discussed, like. Him being able to pull the back line is just nuts good. It pulls the back, like, he can, and especially if you um upgrade it, it'll pull three tiles, so you can just get them all the way to the front or whatever, but it's like, even without upgrading it, it you can take the back line, pull them, and mark them. It's just the perfect, like, okay, that thing should die, mm-hmm. and you just, like, immediately destroy it. And then, yeah, like, so I was talking about, he has, like, debuffs that he can place on people, which are actually really good, and he has two different debuffs, one that marks and one that doesn't, but does stuff like you know halves their damage and shit like it's just he's just sitting there kind of like just managing all this stuff and so i don't know i i really really yeah, appreciated I re- him i also liked his pull maneuver for corpse clearing because right. it, yep. it basically like made one of the items in the game obsolete but in a way that's good yep. because then i wouldn't have to invest money in it mm-hmm. um yeah or a slot so yeah like whenever i Although whenever I like would run over rubble and get like the clearing powder, I'm like, I don't need this shit. Yeah, exactly. like, shit flex, just, but yeah. yeah. No, but it's, so, it, but yeah, it's see, great too because the other thing is, Elena, like for a comp like mm-hmm. yours with like the Hellion and stuff, it's like there are certain, if you're going to do like a, hey, you're in front and I smash you in the face and you die sort of situation, then like clearing the corpses is such an excellent way to Yeah, like, but keep... that was another system I just refused to engage with. And instead my comp altogether could hit anyone anywhere. I don't. Yeah. I just never. Sure. I never dealt with it. I would leave every corpse, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Someone will be able to hit them. I will say there's anti synergy between the occultist and the grave robber because the occultist will clear the corpses, and then she's like, I need to heal and stealth. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, I never play them together for that reason. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, like, I just really enjoyed so many synergies in this game. Like, this just... game is just yeah, yeah, yeah. I think man, if only. Uh... 
like you didn't have to drive the yeah the wagon. Cart's not i accepted great. it bro listen i'm a man of acceptance but in the end it, it grew on me <laughs> after a while <laughs> but yeah Could i, I, I really just want to, want to take my end. hand off the keyboard you know like yeah I want mm-hmm. both hands off the keyboard. You know, I'm not a one-handed gamer, if you know what I mean. You know? yeah, all that Amoris, Amoris love language between exactly. your characters. Yeah. And you're like, damn. James is trying to show them after the battle. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um, God. Wait, I also want to say, I really liked the the like mountain boss design in this game. And actually the lair bosses, too. I thought they were all really cool and unique and had like cool mechanics that you could learn how to deal with. And the same thing with the mountain bosses. I thought they were all... I mean, I haven't faced all of them yet, but the ones that I did face, I was like, yo, these guys are, like, they're cool. Yeah. I liked them. I thought they were well done. Yeah. As weird as it sounds, I love how grotesque they are. Hmm. Like, some of these are just disgusting. That yeah. baby that you see hmm. in the, f- is it the foeter that you? I don't know. No idea. I don't know, but there's a baby elite boss that is just disgusting. Mm-hmm. It makes the most, like, infantile but like demon like noises and it just like barfs on you the entire time it's so gross yeah it's disgusting i I thought that that one and and that's what they wanted to be like that because that's your characters are losing mental like there's a fucking reason dude they're fighting that thing (laughs) the smoking lungs one i was thought was like maybe a little bit on the nose where it's just like smoking is bad it's like sort of the, that's the whole boss it's the second mountain boss and i was just like okay i need mean. to have another one where it's like update to like vaping is bad <laughs> like just like it a really mechanical robot and shit yeah the third one is super nasty it's just a bunch of eyeballs yeah i saw the eyeballs one mm-hmm. that was pretty but i like that boss because it's just like you have to survive the first you have to figure, like, figure out what to do during the first phase but then it's just a straight up damage rush McCoy, you saw me lose to it, and I was so excited because I'm like, oh my god, it's a damage rush. Like, you just have to kill it before it kills you. Yeah, you're like, which I can I do loved. that. Yeah. Like, I can fucking do that. So I beat it I, the next time I got it because I was like, I'm fucking ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked that mechanic. Maybe that's lame, but I was like, I was just so proud that I recognized what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and up until you see the boss, like, each boss has its own little, I guess, gimmick in mm-hmm. a way. And I felt like the one that I really had to like think through and prepare for so far has been the lungs, only because that one is very like you have to have decent frontline and backline damage. Hmm. Whereas yeah, before most of my comps were very focused on something. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, the lung one too. I think you have to think about your comp because you need consistent frontline and backline damage because otherwise you get destroyed. Like you have to be able to deal. I think it's ten damage always to the front mm-hmm. or the back. Is that which, which one is that? It's the chapter two's boss. Yeah, chapter two, second yeah. Mountain. Mm. I played chapter two a lot of times with a lot of different comps and didn't get there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah, beat, I think chapter after, two's after, like, run up was brutal. Was brutal. I after last podcast, I like immediately beat the first chapter, <laughs> like yes. on my next run, and then never even got close to the chapter two boss (laughs) but i mean you're also like 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 we said like you're also you're also casting your net wide that's right yeah as opposed to deep yeah and i do i went up to that that second boss with a fully upgraded team and like i think most of the um like yeah i think you really unlocked you really do need to upgrade the team that you're using yeah um 
those the, upgrades yeah. like are very relevant. They don't look like a lot in the upgrade tree, but like I think they're really relevant. Well, you know what it is, dude? It's like they especially with paths and stuff, it's like they show you a style and then if you build around the style yeah. and, you, and you like learn. So it's like a it's almost like a hint. It's like, "Hey, you could do it like this." Yeah. And then like when yeah. you learn how to do it like that, it's pretty strong. That's how I figured out that Vestal thing. But I think James is right too. I think there's also just like the pure numbers upgrades are really helpful. Definitely. If you were speedrunning, like beating this game, would it be right to just like play the first chapter a bunch of times to farm candles? Maybe. I feel like probably. I have no idea. If you, I don't know if you keep getting the same number of candles if you beat the same yeah, boss. Yeah, I, I mean, I never went back to the first chapter to to check, but. I was like, man, I just got a shitload of candles and just like, like almost fully upgraded my uh, wagon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think because I've, I've beat the first boss twice. And I want to say you, you get, you still get like a decent amount of candles. I'm not sure it was the same amount. I feel though. like it's less. I spent a lot of time yeah, on the first. Yeah, I think it might be less. Mm -hmm. I think it's less. I'm not, I'm not really, you know, I didn't really calculate this, but I just, I was spending a lot of time with comps and stuff. And so I wanted to like mm -hmm. be in familiar territory so I could like kind of know the the lay of the land. And it didn't feel like I was getting 80 candles every time. Like I remember in the beginning, it felt like it was way less than that. So, mm -hmm. but like, but okay. Like it, there's an interesting like sort of progression like you can do so many different ways of going through it and you don't have to rush through it but it is like raising the water level on you mm -hmm. and you are like mm -hmm. more and more capable yeah in, in just so many different cool ways so yeah there's okay there's one character that i didn't try and i refuse to try and i feel like he's probably cool but i can't and it's the flagellant did anyone try this character i, think I did i yeah. killed him immediately <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What does he do? I think he... that that's the flagellant. It is. Uh-huh. The flagellant. Uh, okay. Thank you. Flagellant. I don't know yeah. what I'm this word is. What, is. what does it mean? Flagellant. Flagellation is the act of, like, self, like, beating yourself. Like, oh, yeah. like whipping yourself or something. I feel like it's well, usually for religious like reasons. Whip, right? I don't know if it has yeah. to be that, but, like, I feel like it, it typically... Well, I, I mean, the word is only really ever used in the context of like medieval Christianity where they were doing some fucked up things you in those some monasteries. Shit, really? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Where they were like, I'm going to get closer to God by like harming my mortal flesh because the mortal mm -hmm. flesh is the thing that keeps me locked on this vile plane of existence mm -hmm. type shit. Um, okay. There's a, there's it's a theory the there. Thing it's yeah the soul is trapped in the flesh which is the sin mm -hmm. um so you know okay whip your whip your own back yeah. until it bleeds this um, is actually kind of funny because all right this is a strange concept to connect this to but like in the modern day that exact idea is used but in a very different way because it's like in the modern day, it's just used purely in a sexual context of like hurting yourself. Well, okay, so no, but but, but some we people don't that know that it didn't to used to also be used in a sexual like. Oh yeah, okay. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like yeah, people were also weird, kinky monsters in the past too. Are you sure? James? Um, <laughs> they just you know, the ones that were writing were uh, 
you know, probably monks. So mm-hmm. they might have been weird and kinky and just like called it prayer, yeah. right? You know, it's like, like a... it's hard to know. Mm-hmm. Probably. It's hard to know. <laughs> No, it's just funny to me because it's like you would literally use the same term, like closer to God and everything. It just just makes me laugh. I don't know. Not that we need to go down that rabbit hole. Please don't. But like, just I don't know. It's just it's the same idea, and I can't help. My brain connects things. I don't choose it. Um, Okay. Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. What does this character do? So they hurt themselves, no? Uh, yeah. I mean, I only played him for one round, but essentially, like he he is meant to be like a frontline support, like hmm. damage. Like he soaks in all the damage. Hmm. Um, he mainly deals like blight damage, and I I mean I didn't really get all that much of his move set, but pretty much like I felt like whenever I like tried to use his melee attack, like it would hit him for some damage as well. Okay. Um. So it's like I think the whole point is just to get his max HP like way up and like have him just soak everything, kind of like man at arms, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I guess more like, but also deals blight damage, essentially. Okay, wait, and this makes sense. I'm reading this person's wiki because I fucked me for leveling this character. I swear to God. Um, but it's like they're talking about like turn end heal percent. So I guess if you had like a really a lot of max HP, then you could like heal for a lot, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. percentage wise. That kind of makes sense. Not that we're gonna be experts on this character, but yeah, it seems like they need to be low to do their stuff. Which like, it's just one of those things where like I get it. It's such a like video game. It's a high risk, high reward <laughs> player. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. hard pass, is what it is. I I this this character screams <laughs> yeah. James to me because James is like the person who's like HP is just a resource until it hits zero, in which case you die. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what this character is to me for some reason. But yeah, my I mean, my my theory without like seeing all of the trinkets is that there are some that are going to like give you bo- bonuses when you hit death's door. And like that guy Whoa. is the one you put all those trinkets on. Yeah. Um, And then just like. Just like, you know, like hit your hit death's door like immediately. And like crit for like a thousand damage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But I I haven't gotten there. <laughs> it looks like James. I'm looking at this person's like stat profile, which I've never actually really truly like put a lot of thought into. But it looks like their death blow resistance, if I'm reading this correctly, would suggest what you're saying, which is that they don't die as easily on death door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So that's a character no one will play. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The hard no. Which is like, I can't believe that character is only seconded by man at arms. I mean, did this guy not get cut immediately and just left in the dust? I've actually heard he's good. But yeah, he's he's just lame. He heals 20% when he hits with an upgraded uh, combo move. Yeah, I'm sure he's he's really good. On a targeted enemy yeah like that's pretty good it's pretty good you know i think i, I mean think i feel good. like i need yeah. to like actually watch like videos on how to play him correctly before i will attempt to play him again because huh. he just like he died immediately in my chapter three run and i'm just <laughs> like well fuck this guy i'm never playing him again yeah <laughs> like, yeah he feel like he's got cool stuff in there i'm sure he does but just for some reason 
he strikes me as so vanilla or something when everyone else has such like cool like strength and stuff it's like you switch him for the hellion and then the hellion just hits really hard you're like i like it you know or like you mm-hmm. you go for the the fucking leper and the leper's like i have a jillion health and i can heal myself insane and like what i don't know he's probably good he's he might even be really good mm-hmm. for all we know so i'm waiting for the mail that we'll get tiernythums at gmail.com <laughs> people saying like dude flagellant's the best my, you just miss it my flagellant man at arms comp is fucking yeah, it's the like, best, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real oh my god and it's like yeah you're probably right yeah uh, yeah i don't know dude like uh, yeah yeah i just i for some reason i'm not drawn to this character man no one is no one is i mean we we kind of briefly touch, but like I, I kind of have been liking how trinket synergies work as well mm-hmm. um, with a lot of these different characters. Um, like I, I do feel like it's somewhat of like an RNG luck of the draw in terms of like the type of trinkets that are offered after certain encounters sure. and whatnot. Yeah. But like each character has their own like specified trinket that helps them. Like I know... There's one for the Hellion that helps a bunch, which is mm-hmm. like, I, I would need to look it up, but it's like basically like gives her a shit ton of damage if she's rank one. Yeah, yeah. it's very which, good. Like, it's really good. Um, but then like, I guess more in more, um, I guess in more, uh, I guess common relic territory, the one that I've really been liking, it's called the Parrying Patron. Hmm. I'll need to look it up again. But basically what it does is uh, when your character puts a dodge token on themselves, it instantly upgrades it to the 75% like super dodge. Mm, sick. Um, and the only, I guess, downside is if their speed is less than or equal to two, then they start the round uh, like weakened. Yeah. But essentially like put that on your character, like a jester or a highwayman that or a grave robber for that matter that has like really high speed like really high base speed and also one of their upgraded abilities gives them a you know dodge token and you just get super dodges all day that's it is really nice yeah there's a bunch of really good trinkets like and actually you just reminded me when saying this about the the jester that one of his moves that, that marks also gives dodge too the like which is what you're talking about the base dodge so mm-hmm. yeah that's sick i also really like there's like a bunch of things like even just basic stuff like what is it like blinding salts or something it's like blinding powder it's like you can you can just start augmenting people so like if you can figure out something that they're normally doing you can be putting these debuffs on your enemies and watching an enemy have like an insane crit move that they've been charging for two turns to like whiff on like your whole party is just fucking insane and it makes you sit there mm-hmm. and go like I should maybe have some intentionality to this. Like, I may want to actually... Because, like, the same with combat items. Um, so, can I ask you a question as if you're an encyclopedia of this game? Uh, Sure. Okay, you don't have to have the answer, I'm but... panicking. No, 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 I'm just... panicking. <laughs> Resolve is tested. Meltdown. Um... Yeah, like, meltdown. <laughs> no, it's just... uh, There's these stain trinkets, and I don't understand, like, how they work. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. they seem to synergize yeah. with other trinkets. Do you know about yeah. this at all? So yeah, you have to, so you have a stained trinket and then there is like, I guess, a more empowered trinket that you can only equip if you have a stained one equipped. Mm -hmm. Um, This is actually what I used for my Grave Robber stealth build Mm -hmm. because one of the 
one of the like super trinkets is um is the 66 percent chance to start the round uh hmm. in shadow hmm. um and the stained uh ones you can equip from what i can gather for the most part they're like resistance based yeah. so it gives you like a lot of resistance for a certain element but if you are actually inflicted with that element you like freak out uh, gain some stress mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um but it is like a really high threshold i think it's like 60 percent resistance to something hmm. um so like for my grave robber i just basically gave her like a bleed resistance token and then equipped that shadowing token hmm. um so basically she never got bled because she was always in shadow essentially yeah um that's it so it, so it, it, it has to take two slots helpful. that's the premise yeah, right yeah they're super powerful that that, that is the both. thing uh -huh. yeah because there were also some like really good trinkets that like deal with like crit damage because i was mm -hmm. like ooh, it'd be really nice because she's if she's she, like she, in shadow she does 70 percent crit what if i put this plus 50 percent crit token on her and you can't mm. like unless you want to um i guess take that 60 percent chance to be in shadow chance off yeah but i i i okay yeah. this makes a lot of sense what you're saying and like i was just i was just like looking at that and i was reading that tooltip over and over and over again i just did not understand what the fuck was going on i think it's because i only had I one mean, of the some two some of them are pretty bad i did try the one like non-stained token that was like start the round blinded but if you do hit you deal like 200 percent damage huh. or something like that huh. but i always whiffed with it on so i never so that I'm that's like a leper that one <laughs> because then the leper if he's hitting something that's comboed he ignores blind mm. yeah because he blinds himself every time he swings pretty much like every other time <laughs> and so he's just blinding himself all over the place but then if you can mark someone then he can hit through that and he has like a more powerful than standard attack like maybe it's like you know 12 damage or something so it's like, hmm. you have to like be managing that. So I feel like that's what that's speaking to when you say that. Yeah, yeah, I did not love the trinkets in this game. I mean, but I, again, like brute force over here. Like I hate in all games, I hate things that have like a side negative effect yeah, you have to yeah. deal with. Like it's just a rule for me across. I, like I won't use it. Yeah. Um, Interesting, yeah. Like, um, Dead Space, what did we play? Dead Cells had some of those and mm -hmm. I was like, fuck no. Um, mm -hmm. so like, but just like, like, I will take nothing if it has a downside, basically, which means, I yeah. mean, but in, in Darkest Dungeon, you have to deal with it because everything has a downside. Like there is no trinket that's just like, it's just great. Well, there are, there are higher level ones, but, but they are yeah. very few and far between. Sure, like you're not sure, going to get enough sure, for everybody sure, to have those. Sure. So you do have to be like, all right, you get 20% bleed resistance, but minus 10% blight resistance, like whatever you have to do right. it. Yeah. Um, but I, I did not love that part. I totally get like so that's that's what I mean about this game in that I think it's done one of the best jobs with that exact mental mm -hmm. process that you're talking about that I think all of us have in varying degrees and James the least by like a country mile mm -hmm. um <laughs> but it's like <laughs> but it's like um I actually liked some of the resistance stuff you're talking about just that example you're using because it's like you'd go into a fire area Right. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, right. in a fire yeah. area, I feel like I can accept like some fire resistance with, you know, a little bit increased chance of blight or something mm -hmm. because it's a fire area and I'll take it off. And I actually did. 
take it off. You know yeah, what I, mean? I just find that whole process like kind of annoying. Sure. Because again, like I'm just trying to like brute. I'm trying to get through this shit. Yeah. I'm trying to brute force. I'm not trying to fuck with trinkets all the time. Like I'm here to uh-huh. kill things and fuck people up and and fuck basically. Yeah. And so like <laughs> <laughs> these trinkets are just getting in the way of my love story. I'm trying to fuck and fuck shit up. Yeah. Um, but Damn. that's, I mean, I don't think that it's a bad game design. I think it's just personal preference. And I do think a lot of the trinkets, like, you could tell they were supposed to interact in a very interesting and, like, probably powerful way with a Definitely. certain character. Mm-hmm. But again, like, I just mm-hmm. couldn't be bothered, basically. I think it's like you have mm-hmm. to get into, I'm not saying you didn't do this exactly, but it's like, there's like a flow of, like, in management like you're at the inn and you're like all right i'm checking the trinkets and i'm yeah, checking the but wagon again, like, and i'm checking the store that. and i'm checking my yeah. mastery points and i'm checking their relationships with each other and i'm you know it's just like and then yeah. once you kind of get that all set up for your next sort of expedition then you're good to totally go. and like i'll do that mm-hmm. at the inn but then you get like pick up new stuff along the way it gets like a little bit it's okay look this is a bad comparison because it is not nearly as bad as the game I'm about to mention but it gets a little bit like diablo-esque mm, or like borderlands yeah, we're like, oh, I picked up a new trinket. Okay, let's go through everybody's trinkets and see who wants. Th- what? I, like, I well, hate, I hate that. Especially because in this game, they're like, hey, uh, which is a nice feature, but is also like sort of troll in this regard. It like notifies you that everyone else oh could God. be doing something, yeah. and you're like, fuck, I just got texted. Yeah. everyone's like, ooh, I yeah. want that trinket, <laughs> and it's like, dude, that trinket sucks. Yeah, this yeah, trinket is like no one percent chance of death. Yeah, that fish yeah. hook one, I got rid of. <laughs> the every only time. reason I haven't deleted it instantly is because i feel like i should keep it till the end for some stupid yeah, reason because yeah. i feel like someday i'll be able to sell it i swear to god maybe someday <laughs> yeah. i'll need this like magically yeah. i'll want whatever this bullshit is but yeah i don't feel that yeah again it's like personal preference and so far i've i haven't really felt like i needed to super get into it like i mean i equip trinkets but i don't put like a ton of thought into it and i don't fuck with some of the ones that have really high negatives or like or that would be like special cases like ooh, mm-hmm. this one will blind you but you like i i don't do any of those and i i've gotten pretty yeah. far in the game and i don't feel like i've had to so then i'm okay with it yeah i'm not sure there's something that... they stack with the quirks like i mean I, yeah. I feel like i've had some devastating runs with quirks and trinket negatives mm-hmm. stacked together yeah quirks can fuck yeah you up. yeah i think that i think that like the big deal about trinkets is like making the negatives into positives is like what you want to do to win mm-hmm. um and like 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 putting characters who like actually can gain some benefit from being blinded or something like that like giving them the trinket that'll blind you yeah um just like all of that stuff is like i think the kind of how you unlock that trinket game you know Mm -hmm. yeah um but other than that it feels kind of like just like you know playing hot potato with little baubles to Uh, me it does feel like baubles that's for sure yeah i think i think it's like um this just came into my head when we were talking about it like because like because we were talking about um quirks and like i feel like quirks is one of those things that like i ignored for longer Mm mm-hmm and it's like you probably shouldn't do that, but I think it's just because like I feel like they could use a slightly better screen when you arrive at the end than like that scroll of like click on all the things that just happened. I feel like if they could mm-hmm. have like a mm-hmm. like a full screen where you can see like four columns, each one's a character. Here's all the changes that happened, and then you could just mouse over what all the things do. 
I feel like there's like, because mm-hmm. I definitely ignored those and suffered as a result. Like that definitely led to, I don't know if it led to as devastating. Actually, it probably did. Um, <laughs> you mean they can be really bad. Yeah, I mean, they, they can. can really fuck your shit up. I think and the problem that I had, the that, yeah, is that the right, only so. way you can do it really is by going to the hospital and that shit's expensive. It's expensive and you can't do it. So for I many. never really got to a point where I was like, really, I mean, I, there was a couple times where I was like, I would go to a hospital just cause I was on that route and I'd be like, all right, this one is really bad. I'll get rid of this. Mm-hmm. But I never like locked in a good trait or did anything else because it was just it was way too expensive for where I currently was, and I wanted to spend money on like you know whiskey or something. Mm-hmm. So mostly I was like, yeah, that- you get what you get, guys, and we just deal with it. Yeah, I think that's ultimately like I guess where I found my most success was basically equipping a pet and stage cope coach items that help me with food so like um like flapjacks and whiskey so basically i never had to spend gold on that stuff Mm -hmm. because that stuff would just automatically pop up in my inventory um and essentially i would save up my gold for the hospitals so every hospital visit like everyone's negative quirks are gone i never reinforced positive ones um Mm -hmm. but i would like basically i would always like try my best to like mitigate other expenses solely to save up for like getting rid of these negative quirks because hmm. especially like i don't know when your hellion's like your main damage dealer and she gets like a what a sprained ankle and deals like negative 20 damage yeah. or negative 20 yeah. percent damage yeah. i'm like no fuck that yeah <laughs> like, get out of here no for real and i think like that's actually some of the i've been sort of saying this in like different ways i feel like but it's just like i'm sort of crystallizing as we're talking it's like that's i think what you're describing like what i really like love about playing this game from like not knowing anything to like where we kind of are which is that i would say i'm like intermediate and maybe you guys are a little further than me um or i'm like somewhere in that but it's like what you're talking about is always like a strategy if you're like this i think is the best way or at least one of the better ways to go through this and i really do feel like this game starts at this like evenness of like you don't know what's good and i think you get to like these things are good and do matter and so i'm gonna care Uh and these things don't matter as much and so i'm gonna deal with them and I feel like that's like a really cool thing where it's not just like, oh, every single item in the game is all as good as each other. And so you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's like, no, like there's some shit you have to think about and you got to figure out what the fuck it is. And once you know what the fuck it is, you as a player will be better. And I've enjoyed doing like learning that a lot because I would just say like what Zoe just said, follow that shit. If you're a new player, follow that shit. Start there. It's a great place to start, you know? And so that's like, it's like cool mm-hmm. that that exists, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just listening to the music in the background here. Um. <laughs> yeah, the music is like going insane and it's totally yeah, we're distracting. We're in full combat right now. Wow. Yeah. It's fire. I it will is. say. I, I do want to give a shout out to the music. It is so good in this it, game. It is. Absolutely love it. Music, sound effects. I, I think the one, the track I'm on right now is the Battle of the Mountain. Yeah. And it's so that good. one I think is like. I feel like this game atmospherically does such a better job at explaining like what a feudal attempt these runs are compared to the first game. Um, and I feel like the music helps with that. But then I think some of these ba- like boss battles are a slog to get through. Mm-hmm. They are like very time intensive at least for me like my chapter two boss runs like i swear i'd be fighting that guy for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. yeah it'd be a very long battle and you hear the narrator be like you know you know 
don't give in to the fatigue. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, come on, guys. Like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Like, let's go. Like, I just, I felt like this game just captured that atmosphere so Mm -hmm. much better. Yeah. Um, the first ever did and is that partially because now this is i've been paid to say this but is that partially because of the wagon sequences where you get to hear the atmospheric music on your way up to this fucking mountain you've been paid to say that shut up (laughs) (laughs) no i I honestly think there's maybe some to it um at least like the 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 run up to the mountain like when you have to do that one oblivion's Mm -hmm. ingress Mm -hmm. before the mountain although you kind of get a slower rendition of the mountain music like Mm. that one's kind of cool i will say too i the most anger i've ever been at this game is when i discovered that for the third mountain run up there's two oblivion ingresses and i was like this is bullshit (laughs) i didn't know there were gonna be two of these i didn't know we were going up in numbers and now i'm hurt yeah i'm writing a letter (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna really before we get i'm just gonna check to see what this is on steam rating wise because i know it was very positive i want to say it's got i mean it's got it's good but the first one was i believe overwhelmingly positive and so it's just yeah the first one was kind of like a little cult classic definitely this this one is rated mostly positive. Yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Mostly so positive. Far. That's even worse than very positive. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this one's definitely more controversial, but I also bet it's reached like a wider audience than the first one has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are from from what I've seen glancing at reviews. People don't like the l- loss of permanent progress. They don't like the shorter runs. Um, people are upset that the Crusader's gone. <laughs> um, didn't realize he was such an iconic Thumb character. Down. I guess you. <laughs> okay. Um, mm. and I I think I don't know. This person says the gameplay of this game simply does not play like a game. It plays like a tedious job where you have to tough out all the rough bits for countless hours to get to the parts you like. What the fuck, um, dude? <laughs> <laughs> did this person not click an ability and feel the like insane intensity of hitting someone with something or like the equipping it and then hitting them one two is that not enough for them jesus christ i mean i i think the thing is i i, I think there's a lot of people who are such super fans of the first game yeah. that anything mm-hmm. that departs from the first game it makes it a bad game and this one is um, really different yeah I was going it back is. and just like trying to remember it and listening to the first podcast. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize some of this stuff was new. Like, because to me, like dark this game, Darkest Dungeon two, like just feels like Darkest Dungeon. Like I feel like I'm playing Darkest Dungeon. But then I was listening to our actual episode and being like, oh fuck, there are some like really big changes here mm-hmm. in how the game mm-hmm. works. So I can see why people would be. And I do think, I mean, like I think the relationship system was kind of a bold swing. Um. Not that I think it's awful, but just like I think it was it's a big thing to add into this. Um, the cart, you know, that's that was a choice. Mm-hmm. I like yep. the meta progression. Like I like the candles and the meta progression and unlocking things, but that's also a big change from the last one. I would just Yeah. You go ahead. <clears throat> I think I mean there there is a lot of meta progression in the old one too. Um but it feels like much more difficult it's it's like a slower process i think of of building meta progression um because like you have to go into the dungeons to Mm -hmm. 
and like carry out the loot to upgrade the town. Oh, that's what um, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and like all of the town upgrades were like really expensive, mm-hmm. and it was the stuff that the the same currencies that you would use to buy stuff to go back in. So you'd have to like balance that. Mm-hmm. Um. I played a lot of the first one when it was still in beta, and I never played as much like after it was fully released. Um, but yeah, um, so I I always felt like the meta progression in that in in the first one was like a struggle. Yeah. Um, and in this one, it's like much easier to to do mm-hmm. meta progression. Yeah. Which is good, and I mean, it's it's like a trade off, you know. It it feels really good to get all this meta progression, um, and to kind of be able to just like abandon a run and still get the meta progression out of it that mm-hmm. you have accumulated. Um, but then you know, those people that like the the sadistic nature of the first game aren't getting that, and that is kind of the audience <laughs> that is kind of what the audience is expecting out of a darkest dungeon title yeah totally you know? mm-hmm. um yeah like <laughs> you know if if uh if fromsoft came out with a mm-hmm. like action game uh-huh. that had like th- like that ripped off genshin impacts like gotcha model like people would get mad you know yeah mm-hmm. um but you know it's just the audience right I mean, that makes mm-hmm. sense to me. I, I would just say, like, that is totally a valid experience for someone. I think you combine that with this game is overwhelming when you start it. And I think mm-hmm. it's a bit confusing mm-hmm. at times in the in the sort of on-ramp. And I, I think it is complex. But But I would just basically leave that discussion from my own personal experience and just say, like, but I got way farther and way deeper and enjoyed this one a lot more. Like, just to me. And so... Maybe that's not the same for someone else, but at least for me, like, I did not interact with Darkest Dungeon 1 as much as I did with this one. Do you know what I mean? At, like, a depth level. So, yeah. and maybe that's where I am as a gamer, right? Like, you know, this was, like, the first introduction, or the other one was the first introduction, right? I hadn't even played Side of the Spire yet, and, like, there's a lot of reasons, but regardless, that's my experience, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Dare we rate this bad boy? I feel like you started it. Do you want to rate sure. this thing? To this incredibly epic combat music. <laughs> Elena, you told me that we all gave Darkest Dungeon 1 one thumb. Yes, you did. Wow. Everybody gave it a one thumb up. Wow. Hmm. I really would have thought I would have given it two thumbs up. Yeah. But I, I, did. I was really surprised. Um, you all gave it one thumb, except for uh, Raph gave it a 1.5 thumbs. And then McCoy, you were like, no, you can't do that. And he gave <laughs> it a one. <laughs> <laughs> Down. <laughs> um... That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I really liked that game when I played it first, but then like going back to it for the podcast, mm-hmm. I remember being like, "Man, this is like, I don't know, intense. Like, not really the experience that I remember having, mm-hmm. but <laughs> just different stages in life, I suppose." Yeah, i I feel like i I feel like I want to give this game two thumbs up, but like. It's that or a little better or something. It's in that area for sure. It's definitely not one thought by any means. I would just say like, I really enjoyed this game. Truthfully, I think I 
it might be better than that. That's what I. That's what I, I'm struggling with, and I'm just gonna regret all my ratings this year. I swear to God, because I've just lost. I've lost my my confidence, I guess, or I've lost my like decisiveness. But like when it comes to ratings, at least. But yeah, like I. I don't know. I think it's balanced really, really well. Like I really like the characters. I've really enjoyed digging into characters. I think it has like a like a pretty masterful balance of the characters and their abilities and their synergies and the trinkets and this that and the other um like there's just so much in there i I played with probably like 10 different comps that i thought were really awesome and so it's just like mm. that's just fucking cool to be honest um i really enjoyed the experience of it that sort of atmosphere um it's just good it's just a vibe it's just good and like i think games like this remind me that like because i'll be playing a lot of different types of games that are like sort of similar to this and i just won't enjoy them as much and i might walk away and be like i don't know if i like roguelikes as much but like i do but i don't or i do but you know but i just walk away from a game like this and i'm like that was sick (laughs) honestly that was like cool um and so like it gets you a little bit excited at least for me so i really appreciated that a lot um and it felt like you could totally play this game with the sound off doing something else on a side monitor if you wanted to but i didn't because it was fucking sick with the sound on full experiential mode so it's like a good enough game to just kind of like be playing if you wanted to but i think it's even better if you want to like sort of submit yourself to the experience so yeah i would say two thumbs for me mm. nice all right only i'll pick sweet. on you then oh sweet um <laughs> Yeah, I guess I don't know if I should go to... This is clearly at least a two thumbs up for me. I don't know if it's a gold star. Like, I don't know if I'm going to regret that. I really like this game a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I sunk a lot of time into this. I really liked it. I think I've said a lot of what I want to say, but I feel like one thing we, we haven't talked about is, like, this game to me feels so fucking cool to play. And, like, when you're in combat... um, I mean, obviously, the ambiance of Darkest Dungeon is very you know on point it's dark um but the music in this is so good and what they've done with the animations is so good and so yeah. you like click on someone and they'll like pull out their blade and like the the way that they kill pete like the kill animation feel like i've never played a non-action game because like all you're doing in this is just like clicking on someone mm-hmm. but like i will get like my killer face like i'm like fuck yeah like he got it. like it just feels so good to take people out in this game yeah um and to do things like it's almost like valorant deathmatch levels for me <laughs> of, like i'm like coming around a corner and, like one shot headshotting someone with like a with like a deagle like yeah. it's that level but it's i'm just clicking on my hellion and being like yo hit this guy and um, critting and critting yeah like when zoe crit for 70 she was like exactly Damn. no like it feels <laughs> so good and i feel like there's like a, a zone that i get into especially like during like b- like big like layer fights or boss fights where it's just like don't fucking talk to me i am in the middle of this um <laughs> and so like that ambiance i think they really i i think they really nailed in this game i, I it's not I don't think it's a perfect game. Like, I think there's some things maybe with the relationship system that I didn't love. I didn't like that it fucked with my abilities. I didn't like necessarily... I didn't think the cart was necessary. I think, if anything, it kind of takes away from the ambiance because it's just silly. Like, objectively, I think the cart is silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's upsetting that you can't change the breed of horses. Yes. That's what it's I'm It's upsetting to me the horses are alive there. Like, the, I don't know. I thought that every time I was in that stupid car, I was like, how are these horses alive? 
Like, the world has gone to hell. <laughs> All of the monsters are these, like, crazy, disgusting, like, blight monsters. But yet, horses are totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like, at least... Well, I mean, the whole thing feels like it's kind of in the in the theater of the mind or something like that. Fighting with mm-hmm. sin or, like, invasive thoughts or something like that. Yeah. So... I do, you know. yeah, I do think there might, that's when, especially when I got that smoking boss, I was like, mm, this is going to be about something else. Like, it's about, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> sins or whatever. And, like, I mean, the first boss is, like, a brain with, like, shackles. these mm-hmm. this these shackled, like, I don't know. I, I don't remember what they were called, but it was like, oh, that's a metaphor. Yeah, it's like there's man. different, like, yeah, despair, I'm not really sure what the and... metaphor is, but I can see that it's a metaphor. Yeah. And the le- this, the third boss is eyeballs. It's like this great eye all seeing monster. So, yeah, it's it like, the yeah, whole thing's yeah. a metaphor, and yeah. that's totally fine. But uh, you know, yeah. So I think that they, it's not a perfect game. But every time I sat down and played it, I played for longer than I thought I was going to play. I had a hard time stopping. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I just really, and I think like it it was one of those games that like it activates your brain i thought like you're thinking about what to do it's not a brain dead like just click point and click like shout out to diablo um and that community once again <laughs> in my review section um, yeah, a new one came out recently it's all right but no like generally i just really liked it every time i played it i was like yo this is a really good game yeah. so i think i'm gonna go with like a really solid two thumbs up and maybe someday i regret that if this ends up being like my favorite game of the year but um, yeah it's definitely no, deserving really good of a game of the year conversation is it not yeah i mean there's some like be- i mean best out come on guys but it's it's mm. really good and mm. i really enjoyed it and i will probably play more so that's my review i will say like oh. okay just just adding on top of that okay um that's not how this section works but i understand go ahead <laughs> um anyways uh it's like we talked about sort of the like the themes of this game mm-hmm and this is where James and I always like butt heads. We basically agree on like everything in the universe respectfully, but like, mm-hmm. but like, the, so like themes in games like this and like going for like fucked up weird interpretations of like religion and all that stuff. I fucking like love that shit. Like, so like, I like that they go for it in this game. I like that. They're like, you know what? We're going to go for like, like metaphors and shit. Like we're going to go for like this, these ideas of like the mind being shackled or like the fucking whatever. Um, like give again to th- i don't know i like that i will say we didn't talk much about it but the, like the story progression of the characters also goes into that a bit too and i don't know if people like that or don't like that but i could see that being another place people maybe don't absolutely love but okay mm-hmm. all right sorry okay um james okay oh me go for it I think that this is a two thumbs up game for me. Um, the detractor being the uh, <laughs> the the wagon. I don't know. It 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 it, act, it acts in my brain in the same way as the wagon did in Pyre, mm. which I don't know if you guys remember that podcast episode, but like. When we were talking about that, I really struggled with that game with like the the kind of like shutting on and shutting off my like like hardcore like focus mode mm-hmm. while playing mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. And like I really loved the two things that were happening, but like switching between those modes mm-hmm. was very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um 
Right. It was like reading mode versus playing mode. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I ended up like just like wanting to like mash the like skip button to get back to playing the game to like get those like like that adrenaline hit again or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like my brain is weird. You know, that's fine. Um, But uh, in this in this game, like there's the like strategy combat stuff and then like there isn't the cool story (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it's just like i don't know all right so like just let the fucking wagon go and and it like tries to keep you engaged by like the the stuff you can hit that gives you rewards and um the that that kind of emotional, that like switching modes just like very much didn't work for me um, because of that transition. Um, and so I kind of struggled with that for my entire time playing the game. But but like the game around that is so fantastic um, in in all the different ways we've been talking about. Um, so yeah, I'm landing on two thumbs. Um, because of that, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Learn from Pyre, guys. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna have a wagon in your game, make it really cool. James, I just want you to know that in my Oregon Trail run, you're gonna die first because you hate wagons. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I just you want know? you to know that. That's that's fair. Okay. At least let me die of like syphilis and not dysentery. Okay. Uh, I was thinking dysentery, <laughs> but you know what? For a homie, brother. <laughs> Your wish to consider it granted. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zoe. All right. Um, I mean, I th- I think this game also deserves a two thumbs up from me. I really enjoyed playing this game. I sunk a lot of hours to it in a very small amount of time, which, you know, is is something to be something to be said, I guess, about a game like this. Um I don't know. I, I didn't mind the cart mechanic. It was fine. I kind of liked the little bit of downtime in between and like, I don't know, like drunkenly veering to hit every single piece of rubble, I guess. <laughs> um but I, I really like the design of this game. The the sound design is like like Elena was saying, like hits feel really good in this game, not to mention like the kind of like like ready up motions that these players make to before you start a a movement from them. Like it, it just feels really good to hear like knives sheathing or unsheathing or like a gun being cocked or something like that. Like it just it sounds and feels really good when it happens. Um, I, I'm also, I think, I, I think I approach these games from also more of like an RPG standpoint a little bit where I like kind of creating these little narratives in my head about these bands of people and their journey together. And I felt like this game kind of let my was better at letting my mind wander that way than Darkest Dungeon 1 ever did. And 
I mean, maybe that's why a lot of people complain about this because people have no problem having like a stall of like 16 different highwaymen mm -hmm. in their roster. Mm -hmm. And like for me, like I liked that each character had its own distinct name of like Dismas or Audrey or, mm -hmm. you know, Par Paraclesis or whatever the mm -hmm. plague doctor's name is. But I, I liked that, and I also really liked those hero shrines of kind of getting a little bit of backstory to them. Um, and like I said, it, it kind of just kind of created these little RPG moments. You know, I, I think it was fun messaging you all about, like, little different narratives happening in our game. Like, Elena's talking about how Dismas has two bitches. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you have to post and, that, and bro. That was insane, Yeah. <laughs> And like, I don't know, for me, like what of like it wasn't a winning run, but it was memorable because I had like a Vestal who hated music and she was right next to the jester mm. who played a bunch of music and she hated him. But then by the end of the run, they were Amoris. And I'm like, oh my God, it's a modern day Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Like, mm. be still my heart. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I find that stuff to be really fun. And sure, it's aggravating at times, especially when like, maybe you invest a lot of whiskey to make people's relationships really good and then one boss layer run like destroys that yeah. yeah it's frustrating but i think i also just really liked how you could just simply like begin again with this game like you don't have to play the run if a run feels bad you don't have to play it to the end like if you really wanted to you could honestly just quit with your candles and the game will let you do that. And I'm really thankful for that. Um, yeah, so I guess, long story short, two thumbs up from me, like, really enjoying this game. I will definitely be playing more and, like, trying to get past that Act 3 boss and see how it goes. Um, but, yeah. I feel like what you're describing is, like, what some people really love about, like, D&D, &D, for example, being, like, it's just, it doesn't always go well. Mm -hmm. but that it doesn't but that actually is great for like the story you know what i mean like the mm -hmm. story of you know, if the story just went well every time right it wouldn't really make sense it wouldn't have like the wrinkles in the in the chapters and stuff so i feel like that's kind of what i feel like if you're approaching it just purely from a gameplay standpoint it's like i clicked the thing that was supposed to be good and it was bad fuck you know what i mean but then like from a story perspective like what you're talking about it has like a deeper potentially deeper meaning and i feel like you start to see some of the the patterns of the characters like they feel like they have some hidden stats or like some hidden personality behind what ends up happening mm -hmm. and so i feel like you get to see that mm -hmm. that's cool shit rose might be done fuck yeah I think Holy I said shit. shit Rose, like the name Rose. And I was rose? like, who the fuck no, is no, Rose? No, no, no. <laughs> I did meet a Rose recently, but no, I'm not. I know I said shit bros. We might be done, <laughs> which is different. Indeed. Indeed. Sweet. Okay. Shout out to right, that game. Right. Shout out to that game for not being chosen and Ooh. then just getting into the game club anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Like, we didn't pick that from the wheel. Am I tripping? Nope. Okay. We did not. No. No. We just, it just came out or something. Yeah, it came yeah. out and we're like, well, we better play that. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Indeed. We don't respect well, our let's own wheel. Get in our wagon and let's go home. See what James here turning us to the mountain. <laughs> exactly. No, the mountain. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, okay. All right. I'm hitting the stop button.